Hallelujah. Amen. We'll be going straight to the Word of God this afternoon. We're going to go to the book of Job. The book of Job. We're going to start from the book of Job, chapter 9, verse number 12. The Bible reads as follows. He snatches... Who can stop him? Who can say to him, what are you doing? How then can I dispute him with him? How can I find words to argue with him? Then, though I were innocent, I could not answer him. I could not answer him. I could not plead with my judge for mercy. Even if I summoned him to be to he responded, I do not believe he will give me a hearing. He will crush me with a storm and multiply my wounds for no reason. He will crush me with a storm and multiply my wounds for no reason. He will not let me catch my breath, but will overwhelm me with misery. If it is a matter of strength, he is mighty. If it is a matter of justice, who can challenge him? Then this afternoon, you know, I want to just ask to go through this powerful word of God. You know, first of all, Job says that in the book of Job, chapter 9, verse number 12. The Bible says that if he snatches away, who can stop him? Who can say to him, what are you doing? What I want you to understand, the one who was saying this thing is Job, and what he's talking about here, he is talking about God. That God is all-powerful. If he takes something away as is powerful, who can stop him? Who can stop God? Who can stop God? He said that nobody can stop God if he's doing anything. He determines what to do. He chooses what to do, and as he chooses what to do, nobody can stop God. That's what he's trying to say, even indeed, in which it is true God is all-powerful. God is all-powerful. God is almighty. He is mightier than all. Then Job said that, how can I dispute with him? How can I find a way to argue with him? You know, Job is talking about God and he's talking, you can hear when he's talking about God, that he honors God, he fears God. That's why he is saying what he is saying. 
That's why he is saying what he's saying because Job honors God and Job fears God. Indeed, this is what everybody must do. Everybody must own God, honor God and everybody must fear God. But even if you fear and you honor God, the problem here, he is talking about God as, as by those times as if he does not have a relationship with God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. That's why he's saying that if, how then can I have this, how then can I dispute with him? How then can I find the words to speak with him? Though I were innocent, I could not answer him. I could not play with him, with uh, my judge for mercy. Because, you know, he's talking, God is too big. God is too great. And as a human being, how can you argue with God? How can you argue with God? How can you now, when you have got a, when, 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 when it's like that? But I want to tell you something, child of God. That's why this time that we are in, it's very, very much important. Yes, Jehovah, by the time of Job, he was just God. He was not having a direct relationship with man. Like, like what we have now, now in our days, and now in our time, we are privileged because... God is not just God. I want you to get that one. God is not just what? He is not just God. Apart from being God, He is our God. Apart from being God, He is our Father. You see the difference? The difference is when somebody just have God as what? As God. Because when God have God as God over their life without their relationship with God, that God is just God. Then when something happens, that God does not feel for that person. That God, that person cannot negotiate with God. That was the problem of relationship with Job and God on that time. Jehovah was just with his God, but he was not his father. He did not have a relationship of a father and a son. You see? A different be when you have got a relationship of a father and a what? Of a, and a son. When you have got a relationship with God of a father and a son, when something, even when you want something and when something goes wrong, you can negotiate, you can talk. You can talk with God because he's your father. Then that's the difference, you know, in the time of Job. Job did not know Jehovah as, as his, his father. Or he did not know Jehovah as his, God, as his father. He did not have a relationship of a father and a son. He had a, a relationship of a man and God. That's how Job knew God about. That's why now he can't relate with God because what? Jehovah was just his God. Which in which it is different between you and me. You and me as the children of the living God, we have got a relationship with God. 
You know, it's the same thing when Jesus Christ came into this world, you know. Jesus Christ talked to God, even he referred to God as his, our Father. Remember, when he was teaching us how to pray, he said when we pray, we must say what? To his disciples, including us, we must say what? Our Father who art in heaven. And the Bible says that, you know, many people when he talk about God, when he prayed, they say he is blaspheming. You know why they say that he's blaspheming? Because he was talking to God as he was having a relationship with God. And these people in the, in this, in the Old Testament, in which they were living in the era of the Old Testament, they did not know that a human being can have a relationship with God. That's what they are even trying to dispute even today in Judaism and in the Muslim world. To say, huh? How can this be possible? Can God have a son? There are some other people are asking, that. can God cannot have a son? How, would that, how can he call God his father? And that's what they, another thing that uh, they used to call that is blaspheming. And they, well, that's what another thing that they cause him. Call, they, that's why they crucify him. Why? Because Jesus, when he talked to God, he talked and he, that's what he taught us. That you know, God is not just, don't treat God just as God. God is our Father. He is our Father in heaven. You must have a relationship with God. In which it was something that have never been taught before. Moses have never talked to, about God as saying that when you talk about God, you must say our Father. When he was teaching even the children of Israel. Even in the whole of the law, there is nothing like that. That you must refer God as your Father. No! The law in the Old Testament, it teaches you to have um, a relationship with Papa God of a God and his creation, which is God who is very far from you. He is God that you don't negotiate. He is God whom you don't talk to. But Jesus Christ in the New Testament, he was trying to teach us. He was trying to tell us that, no, actually you are not just a, a creation of God. God is your father. Nobody can stop God. He's your father. He's our father. He's, we call him Abba Father. Our father. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. He is Abba yeah. Father. He is our God. He is not just a God. He is our God. We have got relationship with him. As what? As Abba Father. As our God. Then that's advantage of the New Testament that Jehovah is not just a God. Jehovah is our God. Even though sometimes there are some issues as your father, you have got a relationship of a father and the son. You can call him in the name of Jesus and you talk to him as a father and the son. And you talk to him as a father and the son. You see, we have got the relationship with God. We are not like the people of the Old Testament. In the Old Testament, they were not taught to have the relationship with God. You will tell, the Bible talks about, you know, Abraham, Papa Abraham. The Bible say that doesn't, the Bible doesn't say that um, Abraham was a, was a son of God. No, the Bible says that he was a friend of God. He talked to Papa God as what? As a friend of God. But even though he was talking to Papa God as a friend of God, 
you know, there is, he had a line and he had a conscience in him that Papa God, God Almighty is his God, he's not his father. Then I remember one time, you know, God was going to, he was very angry with Sodom and Gomorrah. And this time God was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah with the fire. As this time God was going to do so, he said, no, I can't just go there and uh, destroy Sodom and Gomorrah without telling my friend Abraham. Then when he told that he's going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, Abraham began to intercede, intercede for Lot, who was his, uh, who was his uh, cousin, if not brother. Then as he was doing so, as he was interceding for Lot, but he was very, very conscious. He would say that, oh, please, all that. He was not as free as he should. Why? He was not as free as he should because he knew God as God. Even though he was a friend of God, he did not, he, he, he did not have the conscience of God as his father. But Jesus Christ, he teaches us that God must be your father. God must be our father. We must have a relationship of a son and a father. With what? With God. That's what the Bible says that even the day that uh, in the book of Joel, John chapter 20. John chapter 20. The Bible says that it was after his resurrection. When he has resurrected, the Bible said that Jesus Christ told his, uh, his disciples. And, um, and verse number four, 17, the Bible says that. Jesus said, do not hold on me for I have not ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them. I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. You see, this is Jesus Christ. Uh, it's after his resurrection. He met with Mom. It's uh, Mary Magdalene. The Bible said that Mary wanted to touch Jesus because he was happy. The Master has, has come back to life. But the Bible said that Jesus said that, don't touch her, don't hold off me yet. But I want you to go and tell. Go and tell. My brothers, you see, before his death, before his death, they were not his brothers. They were just his disciples. And as close as he can refer to them, they were just his, uh, his brothers. Uh, they were just his, his, he could say that they, were, they are my friends. They are his friends. But they could not be his brothers. It was only after his death and his resurrection. He now referred to his disciples as what? As his brothers. As his brothers. That means he's trying. And remember Jesus Christ was not an ordinary man. Jesus Christ was God. He's God. He's trying to say that. Now they are going to be born again. And they, when they are born again. They are going to become what? His brothers. And Papa God is going to be what? Papa God is going to be what? He's going to be their father. Talking about us, that he was trying to create a relationship between us and God that we can now relate and refer unto God as what? As our Father. As our Father, our Heavenly Father. That's why he said that. Oh, 
I am ascending to my father and your father. He, he wanted to get that. No, in the New Testament, you have got a relationship with God. You are related to God. Hey, that's what we were talking a bit about last night when you talk about, uh, you know, a God give birth to a God. A cat give birth to a cat. A donkey give birth to a, to a donkey. Why? Also, when you are born again, you have been born of God. You have been in relationship with God. He's not just, you don't have to treat him just like a God. You have to treat him also with your father. A father whom you can talk to. A father whom you can, sometimes when you have done wrong, you can what? You can, he can listen to, he wants to listen to you. He wants to have a relationship with you. He is not angry with you. Then many people, they know God as God and that breaks the whole relationship. Can't you, when you have got the relationship with God, you must be able to be, to have a father and a son, a father and a daughter relationship, a God whom you can talk to. A God who can you can, who can listen to you, a God who feels for you. Imagine, by this time of Job, God did not have that much relationship with man. He did not. That's why Jesus Christ also have to come as he came into this world. He lived the life of man. He lived the life of man from being born as a baby, growing up as a man, having all the experiences. That man go through, and he, he because before that God have not felt firsthand the the feeling of a man, but through Jesus Christ God have got hundred percent the experience what men go through hundred percent, hundred percent. Then God, after Jesus Christ, God can relate with men very well because. Even God have gone through everything that men go through. He have felt hungry. He have felt hungry like men. One day he ran and he was tired like men. So that when he's God before, he is God, he knows exactly what man is going through. He knows exactly the pain of Job. Because I can tell you that even when Jesus Christ was growing, Sometimes the relatives of Jesus Christ, you see, maybe Mary's cousin, Mary's grandmother died. He could he felt the pain of losing a relative also. In which before this time, God was just being having a relationship of man and God. Not having a first-hand relationship and experience. That's why I love Jesus, that through Jesus even when the Bible says that he's at the right hand of God as our intercessor, he intercess having an experience. He can tell what they're going through. He can tell what is happening. And based not of what he have heard, based out of first-hand experience. Anyway, because this is a midday service, can you say my day is blessed? My day is blessed. My family is blessed. My family is blessed. My career is blessed. My career is blessed. Our countries are blessed. Our countries are blessed. Say everything is turning around for my good. 
Everything is turning around for my good. I will not die before my time. I will not die before my time. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be sick in my life. I will never be poor in my life. Never be poor in my life. Prosperity is mine. Prosperity is mine. Favor is mine. Favor is mine. Success is mine. Success is mine. Say devil. Devil, take off your hand. Take off your hand. From my life. My life. From my family. Family. From my career. My career. From my everything. From my everything. Say I lose angels now. I lose angels now. Angels. Angels. Bring my harvest. My harvest. My testimonies. My testimonies. My blessings. My blessings. Anyway, let us share the grace. Let us, there may be somebody who wants to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever you are, let us say, Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. You are my savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sins. <laughs> Bless me today. Bless me today. Protect me from today. With your power. With your power. Of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. I want to say to us this afternoon, have a successful and a blessed day in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Bye-bye.